Good morning, everybody. This is your host, Neogentrix, and we're back with another episode of Food for Thought, Thoughts If It Were You. Today's topic is water and why we need it. Is it even important? Is it good for you? Is it something that we should absolutely have? Well, let's talk about that today and find out. For one, let's go ahead and take a look at the definition of water. Like, what is water? And, you know, by the definition standards, it as a noun means a transparent odorless tasteless liquid a compound of what hydrogen and oxygen two things that we find in the air but it freezing it's a solid and you know when it boils it turns to a gas this is standard things that almost everybody knows it freezes at 32 degrees fahrenheit even zero degrees celsius and then boils at 210 degrees fahrenheit and 100 degrees celsius it's more or less an impure state you know, but it depends. But at the same time, you know, water consists, it constitutes rains, oceans, lakes, rivers, etc. I could go on, on and on and on and on. But its most common form is liquid, typically found in rain. And it's also used to moisten, drench, and wet things or supply animals with something to drink. The same thing applies to us. So it just depends on how you look at it. So, you know, is water important? Not necessarily, but I mean, we need it to survive in one or more ways. Uh, the planet is constituted and made up of about 70% water, you know, so it helps dissolve and make a lot of nutrients valuable so that we can actually absorb them into our bodies and, you know, makes it so that we survive, you know. It's essential for animals, plant life, photosynthesis, you know, so we can breathe and have food to eat. Dissolving vital nutrients in your bloodstream for your cells it even helps regulate your body temperature and dissolve waste substances. It makes it easy for you to go to the bathroom, folks. If you ever had a problem going to the bathroom, probably because you didn't have enough water. It helps protect your tissues, your joints, your spinal cords, helps your brain think like it's supposed to. Here's one for you. If you've ever had a headache and had no idea why and it felt like, like the back of your head was hurting, it's probably because you weren't drinking enough water. How does that make any sense? Water helps bring nutrients and helps your brain to function. If there's no water there, then it's just resting on the back end of your skull. There's not enough liquid running through your body like there should be. An example of this is when you go to, I don't know, relieve yourself in the bathroom. Well, I'm going to use number one, number two for sake of clarity and to keep this clean. If you go to number one, if you've ever seen it yellow or it hurt to use the bathroom or, you know it's discolored chances are there's not enough water in your body to provide uh enough relief and to absorb all the waste materials that's there and in order to do that you have to drink more water and we're back guys all right so like I said, it's useful for a lot of things that are necessary for our body. We're going to go into 16 reasons why water is important today. And I've, I've already mentioned a few, but it's okay to reiterate. That's to make sure, you know, you actually understand that it is a necessity and we have to have it. 
you know, and you know, the same thing applies to tea. I'm gonna cover tea in a later podcast. So if you're looking forward to that, just let me know. Your likes, your subscribes, your messages helps keep this podcast going. And I definitely look forward to making more of these this year versus last year. The pandemic has definitely made this more difficult for most people to do what they need to do. So let's go ahead and get back into the habit of what we've been doing and step up to the... <laughs> let's step up and do what we got to do. So... What's the big deal? It's common to hear water is essential for your body for your health, but why? You know, the substance makes up the majority of your body weight, and it's involved in many important functions in your body, such as, like I mentioned before, flushing out the waste from your body, regulating body temperature, and helping your brain to function. You get most of your water from drinking beverages, but food also uh, contributes a small amount of your daily water intake as well, depending on what you're eating. Okay? Now, I'll start with the first one. Drinking water helps create saliva. Um, this is more of a function than it is a need, but like I said, water is a main component in saliva. Saliva also includes small amounts of electrolytes, music, uh, sorry, mucus, and enzymes. It's essential for breaking down solid food and keeping your mouth healthy. Your body generally produces enough saliva with regular fluid intake. However, your saliva production may decrease as a result of age or you know, certain medical medications or therapies or things. So if your mouth is drier than usual, you need to increase the amount of water that you're taking. If you're not sure how much, ask your doctor. Two, it regulates your body temperature. Staying hydrated is crucial to maintaining a healthy body temperature. If your body starts losing water through sweat, during physical activities, or in a hot environment, you need to drink some water to replenish it. Your sweat keeps your body cool. But your body temperature will rise if you don't replenish the amount of water that you're losing on a you know on a regular basis. And that's because your body's losing the electrolytes and plasma that it needs to survive when it's dehydrated. So if you sweat more than usual, you should probably drink plenty of water to avoid dehydration. This is very important, especially since summer is right around the corner. Number three. It protects your tissues, your spinal cord, and your joints. So I already mentioned this earlier, but you know. We're going to reiterate it one last time. Water consumption consumption <laughs> helps lubricate and cushion your joints, your spinal cord, and your tissues. This will help you enjoy physical activities and lessen discomfort caused by different conditions. You know, kind of like arteritis. Ar- arteritis. Arteritis. Yeah. It's one of those words. <laughs> anyway. And the fourth thing is it helps excrete waste through perspiration, urination, if you defecate. You should defecate every now and, now and then. If you don't uh, have normal bowel movements, you should probably go see a doctor. But your body uses water to sweat, urinate, and have bowel movements. And sweat regulates by temperature when you're exercising or in its warm temperatures. You need water to replenish those lost fluids when you sweat and use the bathroom. You also need enough water in your system to help uh, have healthy stool and avoid constipation. If you've ever knew you had to use the bathroom but you couldn't go, it's probably because there's not enough water in your system to flush it like it's supposed to, especially your kidneys. Kidneys are also important for filtering waste during your urination. When you go use the bathroom, adequate water intake helps your kidneys to stay and function more efficiently. 
intent to prevent kidney stones. Unless you've ever had a kidney stone before, I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, passing one of those is not fun. It's not pleasant. It's the utter most pain that you can feel uh, when you have to go because now you're afraid to go because it hurts so dang much. But you know you need to go because it's going to make you sick if you don't. So this is one of those things where you know you need to drink water. But a lot of people don't listen. And they continue to drink sodas and teas and other things. Tea is good for you as well. But for the amount of tea you drink, you need to drink twice as much in water. Because tea is also dehydrating. I'll go into that, like I said, another day. maximize your physical performance. Drinking plenty of water during physical activities is essential. Athletes may perspire up to 6 to 10% of their body weight during physical activities. Hydration also affects your strength, your power, your endurance, your stamina. You may be susceptible to the effects of dehydration if you participate in a lot of endurance training or high-intensity sports such as basketball, football, or soccer. Negative effects of exercise in the heat without enough water can include uh, serious medical conditions like decreased blood pressure, hypothermia. Yes, you can get hyperthermia. Extreme dehydration can cause seizures and even death. You have to make sure that you're getting enough water. And like I mentioned before in a previous podcast, enough sleep. If you're doing that much physical training or that have that high level of physical endurance, and you're doing a lot of physical activities, you need to make sure that you're getting enough water and enough sleep. Those are the two number one things I cannot stress enough. And like I mentioned before, number six, it helps prevent constipation. Eating fiber isn't the only way to prevent constipation. We already did the fiber episode a couple weeks back. If you're not sure, go back and have a look at it. It's important to maintain your water intake so your bowel movements contain enough water so that the fiber can do its job. If you don't consume enough water, magnesium, and fiber, you may be more likely to experience constipation, which is not pleasant. If you're already constipated, however... Um, the only thing I can say is drink some carbonated water as well as plain water to help you ease your symptoms. The reason for the carbonated water is to help it move along. The water is to help flush it out. Because you know once you drink something that's carbonated, water can't get in because of the bubbles. Okay? If you're not a, kind of, if you're not a carbonated drinker, then you don't really have to worry about this too much because this will probably be the only time you drink something carbonated. Seven, it aids in digestion. Contrary to some belief, even experts confirm drinking water before, during, and after a meal will help your body to start breaking down the food a little more easily, and this will help you digest the food more effectively and get uh, get the most out of your meals. That's what a lot of research says. Anyway, the body adapts to changes in the consistency of food and stomach contents, whether solid or more liquid. And if it's liquid, it does process it faster, but be careful that you don't drink too, too much water uh, as it can result in liquid stool, which is also not very pleasant. Yes, you will go use the bathroom, but you, let's just put it this way, it'll be more wet, and I don't feel like going into that. So, 
8. It helps with nutri nutrient absorption in your body. Like I mentioned before, carbonated water prevents this because of the carbonation. But regular water, in addition with food breakdown, helps dissolve vitamins, minerals, and other nutrients from your food. And then it delivers those vitamins and components to the rest of your body for use. Not to mention, 9. It helps you lose weight. Studies have linked body fat and weight loss with drinking water in both overweight girls and women and men as a result of you know drinking more water while dieting and exercising just to help you lose the extra pounds because your water your the water in your body is circulating and it's able to pull all that from your body not only that it also improves oxygen circulation this is number 10 water carries nutrients oxygen throughout your entire body i've said this enough times today that you know it should be evident reaching your daily water intake will improve circulation and have a positive effect on your overall health it will help you be less tired for one okay number 11 it helps fight off illness okay drinking enough water can help prevent certain medical conditions it won't stop them completely but it will lower your chances of getting them number one constipation you know we've already gone through that that's the first one the second one is kidney stones the third one is extra that exercise induced asthma okay that's when you can't breathe after exercising Urinary tract infections, been there, had that, not pleasant, trust me. And hypertension, which is a whole other thing in itself, okay? Quick definition as to what hypertension is. High blood pressure, okay? I do believe I think I covered that already. If I haven't, I will later, so you understand what high, high, uh, high blood pressure is and what causes it. But... Water will help you absorb important vitamins, nutrients, and minerals from your food, which will increase your chances of staying healthy. So, next, 12, it helps boost your energy. And I think I've already said this earlier, but I'm going to say it again. Drinking water may activate your metabolism and boost it so that it, you know, it has been associated with a positive impact on your energy levels as your body is able to process the food way faster than it normally would. One study that someone did, I don't know how effective it was, but it showed that drinking 500 milliliters of water daily boosted the uh, metabolic rate by 30% in both men and women. And this effect uh, appeared to last over an hour. So, I mean, it's consistently drinking 500 mill milliliters of water, but like I said, drinking too much water isn't exactly helpful as you can get waterlogged. And it's not a very blessed feeling walking around like a bloated balloon. Okay, so let's get to the last couple for this list. You know, and then we'll move on. Number 13. Water aids in cognitive functions for your body, okay? Proper hydration is key to staying in tip-top cognitive shape. And, you know, there have been research done to prove this. It indicates that drinking enough water uh, can negatively affect, I'm sorry, affect your, uh, your focus, your alertness, your short-term memory. If you have an issue remembering stuff, chances are you're probably not drinking enough water. But again, you know, this has been a couple of research things that's been proven this, but not all of them. As 
you know, memory loss is affected by many different factors. If you'd like to hear a podcast on that, just let me know. But 14, drinking enough water. Now, this is going to be a little weird, but drinking, not getting enough water can also affect your mood. Because if you're dehydrated, it causes fatigue and confusion, which builds anxiety. If you're a very anxious person and you're constantly on the ride, then chances are you're not drinking enough water to stay calm. I'm not saying that you need to drink water to be calm. I'm just saying that it will help reduce the level of anxiety that's caused from not drinking enough water. 15. Drinking a lot of water, adequate water intake rather, will help keep your skin hydrated and promote collagen production so that, you know, essentially it keeps your skin bright. Water intake alone isn't enough to reduce the effects of aging. You know, this process is connected to your genes and overall sun protection, but it can help keep your skin brighter and making it look fresher uh, versus, you know, the alternative. 16. Last but not least, it prevents overall dehydration. If there's anything from this list that you probably should have gotten, is that it prevents dehydration. Dehydration is a result of your body not having enough water, and because water is imperative to so many of your bodily functions, dehydration is extremely dangerous, and it's bad for your body. Severe dehydration can result in a number of serious and severe complications, I'm going to just name three, swelling in your brain, which, you know, can cause headaches, migraines, and such, kidney failure, which can result in kidney stones, if not the inability to use the bathroom, seizures, well, you're not going to remember anything from that. Uh, if, if not kill you, the seizures will can kill, depending on how severe they are. So you have to make sure you drink enough water to make up for the amount that you lose in sweat, urination, bowel movements, you know, so on and so forth, to avoid dehydration. So this brings the question, how much should I drink if all of this is important? Well, let me just put it this way. Just be attentive to the amount of water you drink each day. You know, it's the important thing to know that you're at least drinking water and you're drinking enough water. Most people drink when they're thirsty, which helps regulate daily water intake. But sometimes you can just drink just to drink water and make sure you have some in your system. You can't overdrink, but you can drink too much. Um, and according to the National Academies of Science, Engineering, and Medicine, you know, if y'all can look this up yourself, general water intake from all beverages and foods to meet most people's needs, and this is just an average person, your weight, height, and size do change this slightly, depends on the person. But about 15.5 cups of water, that's 125 ounces each day for men, and about 11.5 cups of water, or 91 ounces daily for women. Again, this depends on your size, your weight, and your height. People get about 20% of the daily water intake from food. The rest is dependent on drinking water and water-based beverages. So ideally, men would consume about 100 ounces or 3 liters of water from beverages, and women about 73 ounces or 2.12 liters from beverages as well. If you're not sure, here's one way you can do it. Buy, get a bottle of soda that's either already been drank or such and fill it up. Standard art, uh, chances are the bottles of soda you buy are the two liter bottles. Well, right there, there's more than half of your daily water intake. So if you can drink at least one of those a day or one and a half of those a day, you're getting your basic water intake for your body. I'm not sitting telling you to sit there and chug a two liter bottle of water. You can if you want to. I don't recommend it. Um, 
but you'll have to increase your water intake if you're excess exercising living in a hotter region to avoid dehydration i live in texas so i definitely have to drink a little bit more than the usual other ways to assess hydration include your thirst the color of your urine like i mentioned earlier feeling thirsty in the kitchen flies when we're getting out of the hydration if the urine is dark or color indicates dehydration or you're or it's pale and non-colored uh let's put it this way if your urine is dark and it's colored you're not getting enough water if it's pale or it has no color at all that means you're drinking enough water okay i can't stress this enough the bottom line is water is important to nearly every part of your body not only will hitting your daily recommended intake help you maintain your current state of being but it'll even improve your overall health so in a nutshell carry a bottle of water with you wherever you go that way you can drink some when the strikes you or you at least have some in case of an emergency try to keep track of your intake aim to take in an optimal amount every day even if it drops low one day you can make up for it the next day doesn't mean you gorge yourself though pace yourself to approach half of your recommended consumption by midday that way you can finish the other half and the other half of the day you know and make it um effective if you're a person who likes to play video games and such and you play them on a day-to-day basis but on a regular schedule make it a game okay that way you know whether or not you're drinking enough water hell challenge someone else if you have to that way everybody's getting what they need and they're able to function properly okay well that's it for today's episode guys thank you for listening this has been food for thought thoughts if it with you by your host, Neogentrix here. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Till next time.